we're in the weird nether region between Christmas Day and also the new year, and it's very weird. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like urban legends. How each of us has a name. Cryptozoology. We're mostly just a big pile of guts wrapped in skin, which has a name. (laughs) Sometimes true crime. And it's just very weird that everyone's walking around just a big pile of guts, and we have names for that. Anything spooky related. Yeah, that's true. Each week, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to the gut store, and I'll go to the skin factory. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. And then we reconvened inside of our house, which is a, just basically a skin factory, and we talk about what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other for the very first time. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion... Well, I don't even have a portion of the show this week. Uh, I'm going to dedicate the entire episode, Whoa. The, the last episode of 2019... To Kroger brand bubble water, Seltzer. I really like it, and it's very good. And it's been bubbling next to me for a few minutes, and I kept thinking it was the rain outside, but it's just my bubble water. Well, I guess I'll dedicate mine to Arizona iced tea. I got the diet kind for the first time. No calories. Uh It's fine. You know what I'll say for a diet drink? Not bad. It's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I like it. If you want to get your tea. Where's this going? I don't know. I can only think of knee. Okay, well, let's form something. <laughs> this is the last episode in 2019. Maybe we need to throw out a cool catchphrase you for a You got an itch in your knee, just grab for a tea, Arizona. An itch in your knee? Yeah. Okay, so that implies that Arizona green tea with ginseng helps cure itches inside your body. Well, maybe it's the ginseng. What does ginseng do? Gives you energy. Oh. Peps you up. I think so, anyways. So it you makes your knee shaky. Yeah, because you want to just run really fast. Crazy knee. Yeah, silly knee, crazy knee. Need a crazy knee? Reach for some tea. Arizona tea diet. (laughs) (laughs) So have you ever had an itch inside of your body? I'm not talking like in your ears or in your nose. Yuck. I mean, like, have Uh, you ever like been sitting there and been like, man, my pancreas is itching me. Like my skin, yeah. No, in it. I don't think so. Except for in my ears, but you said no. Well, I guess we, oh, I'm so dumb because we all get itches in our throat and that's in your body. Oh, yeah, that's true. What about other than your throat, like in your pancreas, your spleen? Anybody out there ever get an itchy spleen? Anybody ever get that itch spleen? Anyone? Make you want to scream? My itchy spleen? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, we missed a Christmas episode, a pre-Christmas. We're doing an after-Christmas episode. This is just our catch-all holiday episode. We ate too many cookies. Uh Uh-huh. And we brought all of our recording equipment back to Madison, Ohio with us. And we're like, we'll do it. And then turns out we never have enough time. Nope. Because there's family and cookies and a lot of ham. Yep. This was a very ham-heavy holiday. We did have ham a lot of places. Yeah, it was a Triple H, which hmm. is also a wrestler, I think. But <laughs> Triple H. Triple H, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we he was a We got put big in wrestler. a headlock by the Triple H holiday ham. Ham, yeah. By the ham. You and I were a couple of ham heroes. 
right this well, holiday season we did ask our listeners to call in and tell us what the spookiest thing about the holidays is yeah we did and we got some phone calls and thank you very much for calling everybody we did i put a small list together i have not listened to the phone calls yet which we will do in a minute mm-hmm. I put a small list together of things that are kind of creepy about the holidays that I did not know. Well, good. But before we get to those, just in case, this is someone's first episode. Yeah. Uh, Welcome. Hi. Hi. Well, just in case you want to hear an actual formatted episode, what did we talk about last week? A big screaming creature down by the creek in Wyoming. I told like stories of cops telling creepy stories while they're patrolling. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And then I talked about something or other, but then we came up with the idea for Boober, the paranormal exclusive rideshare program. Which is a great idea. Yeah, not to toot our own horns, but beep beep. And that's also a very good idea. Take those spirits out of limbo. Get them where they need to go. Get out of limbo into my limo, Boober rideshare. (laughs) Uh, Is purgatory a bummer? Hop in my Hummer, Boober rideshare. (laughs) These are good. Is this? Well, I, we, we say these are good or this is good, but it's only us saying uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say right now that if somebody comes up with this idea. We already did. This is our idea. Yeah, this is no, ours. We know that nobody has come up with this idea. So if you bring this idea and we don't get credit for it, we're coming after you. Mm-hmm. We're Ye- calling all our ghost friends. They're going to come get you. And yeah. we got a lot. Let me tell you, we have a lot. We have... I don't know, 40, 50 ghost friends? At least. That's a lot for a, a live, two live humans. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also the name of our new hip-hop group, Two Live Humans. Uh, well, do you want to hear some creepy, uh, like, holiday things? Yeah, I was trying to think of one more saying, and it was, yeah. is being dead a stinkus? Hop in my pre- pre- it's Prius, but it's that would be Prius. Prius? Prius? Pre- yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're mad no one can see us. Let's hop in this Prius. <laughs> Boober rideshare. <laughs> that's the updated version. Yeah. That's, that's a quiet version because they like to be quiet. The car needs to be quiet. Yep. Everybody's quiet. Mm-hmm. Everyone's quiet all the time. And it's gas efficient. Okay. So some things that I have are that I did not know. There's something about a feast for dinner, but I feel like everybody's kind of seen that. There was the Chris- like the traditional Christmas dinner where, like, especially in England, they would always have the boar head. Oh, yeah. And they would put the candles in the mouth as if it was breathing fire. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, yes, you've seen it. You've seen it. Okay. This one I didn't know. Um, Ornaments. Ornaments are hung on Christmas trees. They come in all shapes and designs. They were originally ornaments that were glass-blown spheres, and they were called witch balls. The witch balls were hung in windows of houses and had bright colors that would attract and then trap witches and dark spirits so that it would keep you away from your holiday, your holy holiday. Oh, okay. I couldn't find the reason of why they then started hanging them on a Christmas tree, but I figure when the Christmas tree came along, they were like, where do we put the witch balls? Oh, on the Christmas tree. On this big tree we just brought inside (laughs) of our house. We brought this big tree in. And we don't know what to do with it, so let's attach something. If you take one step back before the witch balls, before having the tree inside of your house, it is a very weird thing to go outside and go, I wonder who had the idea. Oh, I love these trees, but I think for this month in particular, I want to bring one in my house. Yeah, just one. 
it's like, why on earth did someone <laughs> go like, I love this tree out here, but I want to see it all the time in my house. I just think of the one guy back then that brings in too many of them because okay. he misunderstands what he's supposed to do. And instead of bringing in one tree, he brings in like the whole forest <laughs> yeah. and he has like a really rough month. He can't move around. And and you can tell he's brought in too many because there's a tree sticking out of his front door. Yeah. He puts them in his closets. Like he goes to the bathroom and he's just, you know, surrounded peeing, by trees, peeing next to trees. Maybe he just pees in the trees. Maybe the whole house is the bathroom. Maybe that's why they brought it in. Oh, maybe so because people really like number oneing or twoing outside. <laughs> the trees. So then you bring it inside, and it's like, oh, I just cut out the middleman. I, in, in this case, the middleman is walking out of your house. And in this case, it's just, oh, it's just right here in the living room. Yeah, just pee there next to the record player. Christmas caroling okay. seems pretty, you know, fine. It's yeah. happy songs. It's not just supposed to bring Christmas cheer, but it originally started because it was called Wassailing, okay. which is a series of happy songs, but their intent was not to spread the Christmas cheer. It was to scare away ghosts. Oh, to sing at your house? Yeah. So it seems like everybody was kind of like, it's weird because it seems like they had Halloween and then like Halloween too. Ooh, yeah. The, the next chapter. Halloween 2, Snow Edition. Because, <laughs> like, it seems like they were really scared of ghosts coming in their house. It seems like everyone is always scared of ghosts coming in their house. And there are so many different ways to prevent them from coming in your house. And one of them, I guess, is singing at your house. Yeah. What would you sing at our house to make sure that ghosts left our house? Please leave our house. Don't. Get our house. We have the trees. We put them inside. We don't like ghosts inside our house. No, we don't. We really want you to leave. Please don't touch all of my private things. <laughs> <laughs> please don't touch my, but please don't touch my collectible trains. Those are my trains. Those are my trains. <laughs> is that was, sure? Is that okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Another one that I have is the mistletoe. Now mm. this one is not necessarily scary. But you obviously, you hang it above the doorway and you get a smooch. Yeah, smooch town. A smooch town. But it actually was, it actually meant poo on a stick because that's how you feel when you stand under it alone. Wait, what? So it wasn't just for kisses. It was like to embarrass people, I think. Oh, like if someone was sitting under or standing under the mistletoe alone and you noticed it. We call them a poo on a stick. (laughs) But like, is your head the poo and you're the stick? I think you're the poo in general. You're the turd. Poo on a stick. Like, I don't want to dive too far into that because, you know, there's probably some medieval thing where they like, instead of using their hands to wipe, they were like using sticks. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you said you didn't want to dive too far in it, but you dove (laughs) far enough into it to say exactly what diving too far into it would would have been. Well, I just gave a brief... (laughs) Basic description. Yeah, you gave us the spark notes. Or in this case, <laughs> dealing with poop on a stick, you gave us the shark notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last one I have is the gingerbread house. Cute. Everybody makes gingerbread houses. So the gingerbread house has a weird paranormal thing to it? Yeah. The reason that the, the tradition of the gingerbread house started the same time that the Grimm brothers came out with Hansel and Gretel. Oh, So the sure. cute houses with gumdrop driveways and the gingerbread family, technically, was that a witch was going to eat their children. Yeah, how nice. So it's kind of Krampusy. I mean, Krampus is obviously another one overseas, but uh-huh. 
a lot of people know about Krampus, but it is, we kind of have our own Krampus origin. Like we idolize Krampus overseas because that's their creepy Santa. Yeah. But like we have gingerbread houses. Yeah. If you think about it, the, the, the consequences for being bad in the States, well, this is implying if you celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Is that you just get a lot, you, you don't get a fun new toy. You get coal. Yeah. But the consequences in other places that believe in Kramp, Krampus are that you get taken in a bag and hit with sticks. Yeah. Yeah. We need more consequences for butthead kids. <laughs> and then also, why don't we not necessarily revitalize, but go back to the origins of why we do these things and make hol- or make uh, Christmas a little more Halloween-y, a little creepier. Well, you build the gingerbread house, so then the witch eats your candy house instead of your real family and your real house. Oh, mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. So witches are easily, uh, what's the word? Um, it's when you can't, it's when uh, distracted is the word. Enticed by candy houses. Yeah. Baba Yaga got that sweet tooth. That just makes me think that I am a witch because I love candy. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I could eat a lot of candy. Yeah. I could cookies. eat a lot. Do I mean like. A lot of sweet treats. Like, is Santa a witch? San- well, Santa. Because he likes cookies. He'd be a warlock. Oh. Yeah. Santa. Well, I mean, if you think about it. Okay, he's trained a bunch of animals to fly him around. Okay, kind of like the witch of the of what, what the wicked witch of the west and yep. the wizard of oz and all the monkey all the, all the flying monkeys. Yep. Who had very cool outfits by the way. They were they're just little like vests. They kind of reminded me of Aladdin. Yeah, they were the early Aladdins. Yeah. Well, okay, so Santa has trained animals, kind of a warlock, pagan sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Santa shapeshifts and can go down a chimney. True. Okay, shapeshifting. Prob- that, to me, that says ding, 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 warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Can eat cookies at every single person's house uh, all the time. Everyone, on, everyone who believes in Santa. Right. What else? Uh, I don't know. Has a big rosy cheeks, which to me is just like, okay, maybe just have like really good complexion. Maybe he uses blood and puts it on his face like Elizabeth of Bathory, that queen that would bathe in young women's blood. Maybe so. Yeah. I think maybe Santa might be a warlock. Might or is for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we take some callers uh, comments about what is spooky for them on Christmas? Yeah. And even though Christmas is done, it's the 30th of December today. It's almost 2020. We hope everyone, regardless of what holiday you celebrated, we hope everyone had a good holiday and everyone enjoyed some time with their families, friends, their buddies, their pets, whatever. Yeah. So, hey, hope it was nice. Okay, ready for our first call? Yes. Here we go. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Lindsay. It's Mason. And the thing that I think is scariest about the holidays are electrical fires. Because so many lights, so many little electric incandescent lights. I've seen people using indoor extension cords outdoors. And then you have, you know, lights on lights on lights on lights because they all plug into the back of each other. And then that gets loose because it gets bumped. And then stuff can fall across the live contacts and the plug. And just everything seems like a recipe for disaster in my brain when it comes to holiday lights. So I'm not, I don't, I don't like them. It freaks me out. And don't even get me started on putting them on trees because like trees are the original fire burning like trees were what we burned the first thing to get heat because we were like wow that's real easy to burn so we're putting hot hot lights and electricity on i don't know i think the spookiest thing in the holidays are electrical fires i've never had one but i'm very scared 
Okay, bye. That is a really good point that yes. we were, we're sort of, if trees are made out of gasoline, we're kind of putting like little tiny bits of fire, we're wrapping it around those big uh, right. vertical tubes of gasoline. Right. I, I totally agree. I, you see some of these houses, although the Christmas lights are so pretty, mm-hmm. like they're cheap. They're very inexpensive. Christmas lights are super cheap, and then you just plug them in, yeah. and you have extension cords running everywhere, and then it's just a recipe for disaster. And then you have, and so not only the lights, but all the, like, what, all the outlets everywhere in your yard, even though, like, you might wrap them up or whatever, but, like, there's a lot of snow, snow can melt, there's those big inflatable things. You're plugging all sorts of things in and just leaving it all out in your yard. And if we had a Christmas like ours this year... With all the rain and all oh, yeah. all the mud and the goop, I feel like you're just asking for some sparks. I think that the police department and the Coast Guard got together <laughs> and were like, how do we ruin the firefighters' holiday? Because I, oh. I, in my head, they always are against each other. They play little pranks against each other. So they were like, ah... Let's start a bunch of electrical fires, keep them busy, it'll be funny. You know, that's not a bad idea or a bad theory. Invented by a police officer. (laughs) Christmas lights. Christmas lights. (laughs) Especially if you're like a holiday purist and you're using the really old lights that have been passed down and you're replacing the, the bulbs and stuff. I feel like those are even more unsafe. I know, but they're the prettiest ones. They are really pretty. Mm. Yeah, they're really pretty. Well, in Madison, we drove by this house that had a ridiculous amount of lawn ornaments that were all glowing. Oh, yeah. And they were the old school, like, plastic Santas and Rudolph and Snowman. That house, I'm surprised, did not go up in flames. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was the one house that had all the things you were talking about. And then it seemed like... A day later, we drove by again, and then the house across the street. Yeah, they were having like a competition. Yeah, they had almost more than them in one day. Who could burn their house down first? Man, them across the street, they were just, oh, they're bragging how quickly their house can go up in flames. But guess what? (laughs) Our house can go upper in flames or even more than theirs. I'll put out 55 little snowmen's. Should we take another call? Let's take another call. Let's take one. Hello, spooky spouses. It is me, Katie Diddy, and Molly Diddy, and Jack Diddy are also sitting in the room. Uh, I just wanted to call and tell you what I think is the scariest thing about uh, Christmas time. Today, Jack and I were at a local Target. And let me tell you, I've never been more afraid in my life. Why do people have to shop? Why do Christmas gifts have to be a thing? Also, what is Elf on the Shelf, and why is it the most terrifying, scariest, just intrusive, bad, no good. It's little eyes. I have one that's sitting in my sock drawer right now. And you know what? I don't know why it's there, but it's there. And that's a little concerning to me. Anyway, um, I hope that you guys have a happy and spooky holidays. And uh, Molly's upset because she wanted to tell you to have a spooky holiday and I took it. So happy holidays, guys. <laughs> So I think in the Diddy's case, the spookiest thing is word thievery. (laughs) (laughs) Word thievery and shopping. Yeah, I agree. There are many people out on the holidays and it gets gets nutty. Holiday shopping is a lot to deal with. It is a lot. Like people that can do it, props to you Mm -hmm. because... 
I can't turn that part of my brain off. It's hard. <laughs> Elf on the Shelf? Yes. Agree. Uh, Elf on weird. the Shelf is extremely weird. What's weirder is that my mom, I think she was hoping that we were going to have grandchildren by now. Oh, yeah. But turns out we just have a spooky podcast instead. And so, a dog. And a dog. So she's disappointed. But she got us an Elf on the Shelf years ago. She did. That's right. I think I gave it away to someone that had a kid. Because uh-huh. like, we're not going to do it for each other. If anyone got an elf on the shelf from either Lindsay or myself, it was originally from Lindsay's mom. And now (laughs) you have it, and we hope you like it. And we hope you love it. And people will do the weird things with elf on the shelf, like spend a lot of time putting them in poses and like- be funny. Make it look like they're like going to the bathroom or something. And they're stealing your wallet. But like, how many of those are actually posed by the parents? And how many of those are actually like, that little creature came to life and it did try to steal your credit card numbers. Now, what about- this what about doing an elf on the shelf like i get it the actual toy is creepy Mm -hmm. uh so why not if you're trying to do like oh today the elf on the shelf is doing this mischievous thing if one day you uh you you do a lot of online shopping with someone else's credit card yeah but when you call the bank and you're like there's all these weird charges for like jelly beans and licorice on my credit card like hundreds of dollars and then the bank traces it back and they say, oh, okay, after doing some research, it looks like it's, it looks like the uh, charges go back to someone named Shelf, Elf. <laughs> and you steal someone's identity, but it's Elf on the Shelf. And it says, better be good this year. Man, that's probably where half of the like fraudulent charges come during the holidays is that Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> yeah, probably. What a weasel. Someone tried to buy a bunch of concert tickets a month or two ago with my with my card and we all know that elf on the shelf loves blake lively yeah so uh, you know i need to look more into it because my bank didn't tell me who it was so i think they're being cowards because they don't want to say it was big elf the thing i don't understand is isn't elf on the shelf supposed to be like an extra pair of eyes for santa Mm-hmm. then why are you catching the elf doing bad things it's supposed to make sure you're not doing bad things yeah like you catch the elf putting a knife in the garbage disposal <laughs> It's just something. all too weird. We've made Elf on the Shelf super weird. Yeah, we sure It could have. have literally just been like a little elf that you bring out during the holidays and you put him on your mantle or your Christmas tree. And he's just a symbol. Mm-hmm. Or it's, but we've made him weird. It's the equivalent of a crystal bat from the original Dark Crystal series. And then the eyes of the Elf on the Shelf report back to the Skeksis or to Santa yeah. in their big crystal castle. I think if you really want to scare your children before the holidays, you have ghosts in the woods and you send them outside in the woods at night and they have to stay out there for how many minutes they that they're in trouble. Like, say they did something moderately bad. They get a minute in the woods. Some, That's a lot. Something really bad. You have five to ten minutes in the woods alone. At 1 a.m. Yeah, and you tell them all these ghost stories before, so they're really frightened to go out and they just cry the whole time. You, I think, would have extremely well-behaved children if that was the yeah, case. Yeah, they would have manners. Oh, so you don't? You're you're kind of a goody two-shoes, huh? Yeah, my mom will make me stand in the woods at one a.m. <laughs> and pitch black for ten minutes. I'd either have really well-mannered kids or I would get collected by child services. You know what? I think it could literally only be one of those two things. Yeah. I think that's really it. Uh, okay, you ready for another one? Yes, I am. Well, howdy, all that, you two spooky spouses. My name is Dale, long-time listener, first-time caller. 
Uh, I got to say, I think the first, the 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 the, the biggest uh, spooky thing about the holiday season is definitely my family coming over to my house. Yeah, I don't like I don't like my family knowing where I live, and that scares the crap out of me. Well, love your show. Keep it up. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I understand. Sometimes you want to be totally off the grid, even if that means away from all of your family. Yeah. We understand. Yeah. We uh, recently went to a friend's house and he's very high tech. He's very on the grid. Yes. And it was very funny to us because we're we're kind of off the grid. We're a little bit off the grid. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He was uh, him and his wife are so OTG. That means on the grid. Mm-hmm. They have, I won't say the name of the robot because it triggers people's robots, but just know it rhymes with small Crexa. <laughs> and you ask small Crexa to do certain things. Mm-hmm. They had one small Crexa turn my cat into a bat and the and their cat would literally shapeshift. I mean, they're that on what the if, grid. What if small Crexa started learning <laughs> how to like do magic? It hey, is that'd an AI. Right. That'd be all right. That's scary. How many people have small cracks? <laughs> <laughs> like it would just go crazy. They'd all yeah. learn from each other and like, oh, that scares me actually. Imagine your small cracksa turning on unprovoked and saying, do you want to see a magic trick? Like out of nowhere. And then like turning your dog into... A homeless man that now lives in your living room? Here I am, finally, in my (laughs) true form. Does anyone have any carrots or pudding for me? Yeah, that would be a lot to deal with. That would be scary. If if we had a small Crexa and out of nowhere it said, do you want to see a magic trick? I'd unplug it and I'd flush it down or I'd put it in the freezer (laughs) and just freeze its circuits and then throw it in the woods. Okay, you want another one? Yes. Okay, what would you do to your small Crexa if it said, do you want to see a magic trick? (sighs) I think it would... Put it just out in the woods. <laughs> just set it there? Yeah. Okay. So we could just do magic, turn birds into crystals and, you know, whatever <laughs> it wanted to do out there. And then the next night, next to your bed, you'd hear, did you forget me in the woods? <laughs> and it was your small cracks up. Uh, okay. Ready? Yes. Uh, hi. My name is Jarvis. Uh, I'm calling from Delaware. Uh, I, I think that the scariest part of the holidays is the presents. That's, it's kind of a personal thing because my dad is, he was, he's an engineer and he's also kind of a prankster. So it's, it's like, uh, it's at least one present under the Christmas tree for me for the past 10 years has been just a box that shoots a pie right into my face. I, I keep telling him that I don't really think it's funny, but he does it anyways. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just alarming and it, you know, it keeps me on my toes for Christmas and that's probably the scariest thing about it me thanks thanks so much for hearing me well <laughs> do you like pie yeah I, yeah like if you like pie then i would just open my mouth and i would wait for it every present i open just my mouth open waiting for that pie that delicious delicious goopy pie goopy <laughs> well i hope they're mouth-sized pies oh yeah just a series of very small pies i might just hit you in the face yeah very big pie. Well, then I guess at least 8% of the pie would just go right into your gullet and then you'd have more pie to deal with. Yeah. You, you, um, okay, why not, instead of being fearful of pies coming out of presents, why not put a Gallagher shield up in front 
-hmm. open your present make sure that it's maybe just clear plastic or something open the present with those like cryogenic arms like those cool doctor arms from uh, future movies where they like put their arms in the tubes and operate on something yeah open up the thing and then if it sprays pie cool you're protected and you scoop it off and you eat it hmm or you could just move out of the way you can move out of the way open it at an angle yeah or you just put it in the woods. Open it facing down. Oh, so it can't pop open. Mm-hmm. Or then it might pop open onto your feet. And then if you like having pile over your feet, then congrats, you get squishy feet. But what if there's just liquid in there and he flips it upside down and it goes everywhere? Ew. That's kind of worse than pie. Imagine, here's a cool idea for the holidays. <laughs> Freeze a ball of mayonnaise. Ew. Okay, it's okay. Well, fr- well, well, mayonnaise freeze because there's a lot of oil in it. Okay, try very hard to freeze a ball of mayonnaise, <laughs> but do it in plastic and tie the top so it's in like a little plastic sphere. Okay. And then before Christmas, you wrap the mayonnaise inside of the plastic sphere. You wrap that in wrapping paper. So by the time Christmas comes around, you have a soft glob of mayonnaise wrapped in a sphere hmm. that has not made the wrapping paper wet or hasn't seeped through it because it's still in the original plastic. And then you give that to to someone. Uh, you give that gift to somebody. Well, he said his dad always does it to him. So then you give that back to your dad. Mm. And when he realizes that opening a food product is not fun, maybe he'll stop. Maybe so. Next year, I'm going to try to freeze a ball of mayonnaise and give it to someone as a gift. Ew, I hope it's not me. It won't be you. Okay. It'll be a surprise. Molly would love it. She would love it. She loves mayonnaise. She loves frozen balls of mayonnaise. Yeah, who doesn't these days? Yeah. Okay, another call. Ready? Yes. Hey, guys, it's me, the professor from WIDK. I wanted to call in and participate in your spookiest things about the seasons. And I actually have one that's kind of pretty serious. Uh, tree fires. You know, whether you decorate your tree for Christmas or for Yule, it's always important to keep your tree properly hydrated because those pine trees dry out pretty quick and they're very easy to go up in flame. I am constantly worrying about my tree catching on fire. So, a little life advice for you there. Keep a jug of water next to your Christmas or Yule tree or whatever holiday you celebrate tree and keep it hydrated. All right, thanks, guys. Love the show. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Okay, that's very... There's some synchronicities happening here because... Well, because it's obvious. Yeah, I guess because it's obvious. And we keep doing it. Yeah, because it's obvious, Because huh? everybody's like, well, we'll just keep doing it. It's yeah. like the whole... When we talked about it for Thanksgiving, about deep frying the turkey. Yeah. Watch, watch a video first. Maybe get all the details on how to do that, bad boy, before you shove it in the hot grease. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, can we, why not, or those fake Christmas trees that have the um, pre-strung lights around them. That that could still catch fire. It's plastic. Okay, well. Just leave your tree outside. Leave it outside. Put some witch balls on it. And when people ask you, hey, which tree is yours for the holidays, you shine a flashlight on it. That one over there. (laughs) (laughs) And you just kind of light that. Right over there. Light it up. Okay. Well, I think that's, I think that's good. You know what I'm surprised that they don't have yet? Even though it's tacky projection lights that shine on the house and it looks like your house is sparkly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why we don't have a projector that just projects a tree, a Christmas tree on your wall. That's a good idea. I mean, it's not, but like people would, (laughs) I mean, people like blow up, like a lot of blow up ornaments for their yard. 
I think that's a good idea. Just yeah. having having a two dimensional tree projected on the wall. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And then maybe you could develop the technology. You can interact with it on the wall, like at cool science museums and stuff. Oh yeah, you touch it and like it'll sing a song or. Yeah, that'd be so nice. It bites you. Yeah, it'll like, but it bites you in real life. Yeah. Wow. Cool. That's cool tech. Okay, you ready for another one? Yes. Hello, this is Colin Boy, baby boy. Um, hey, so I honestly, I've got probably more questions than we have time to cover. So I'm going to try and just throw out a few random ones, and then you can sort of pick and choose um, what topics are the most interesting to you. Um, stockings, right? We hang those by the fireplace for Kris Kringle to come put uh, in like little gifts or whatever into um, or if you're bad, maybe you get coal. Uh, but my question is, is how are those also maybe not haunted? Because I feel like there's something weird about that. Uh, I don't know what it is. There's, I, to me, it's just a matter of like, I, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, in things like Beetlejuice or any other kind of like TV shows or whatever, things always come possessed or haunted or whatever. And I feel like a stocking could be like really weird because it would try to, you know, just nom, nom, nom up your feet or whatever. Um, that's nothing. Uh, I'm going to try this again. I'm going to call back. Ignore this message. <laughs> Colin, I know you said to ignore it, but I actually like that one. So we're yeah, using it. Yeah. Because what? Stockings were originally, okay, let's, the fact, the boring, dumb fact. Okay. <laughs> I think they were like, you just had stockings and you went around and you got candies or something or people put coals in it. Yeah. Coals. <laughs> like, like the store. Yeah, actual coals. Yeah. Here's Kohl's. some Coles cash. Everyone has Coles cash at all times. <laughs> put Coles cash in there. What? <laughs> How? What a funny tradition. Instead of coal, you actually put Coles cash in there. I got a bunch of Coles for Christmas. <laughs> what do you mean? I got $50 in Coles cash. <laughs> but yes, it's weird because it's like, why are they such big socks? They're enormous Who socks. Who wears those big socks? Uh, I don't know. Bigfoot? Giant, well, okay, Bigfoot, yeah, for sure. So you're basically asking Bigfoot to come to your house. You're hanging his socks up for him, mm-hmm. and that's scary. You what don't want a Bigfoot in your house. No, and it's also weird. It's also a lot to ask of someone to go, ah, big socks hanging up. I'll put treats in them. If yeah. I saw big socks hanging up, I'd ignore them. Like I don't know what they they're doing. They would just hang these. them up to dry them, but like, yeah. Why do we put stuff in them? I don't, know. I don't want my candy in a dirty sock, especially back then. They didn't even wrap their candies. Well, and socks were dirtier and candy probably tasted worse way back then. Yeah. How, when, whenever arbitrarily way back then is, I bet you candy just tasted like, I don't know, mulberry bushes. Well, because I don't think they used a ton of sugar with stuff. I think they played with more like molasses and or stuff they like just, that. Or they just kind of like pretended they they played pretend and they just ate pine cones <laughs> frozen chunks of butter oh just bite right into a chunk of butter yeah animal fat mm. wrapped uh rolled around in grass a little bit yeah mm, thanks delicious tootsie roll a little bit of whiskey because your teeth are already falling out without the sugar so you need to numb yourself mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay so colin you're right stockings are weird they are weird never thought yeah, about it they are creepy okay one more you ready Lindsay? i'm ready Hey guys, this is Stephanie, um, and I hope I hope you guys will get to talk about my answer on the air. I hope I called in time because I just came from work, and that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. I think the scariest thing about the holidays is working retail 
because once Black Friday and Thanksgiving hit, it's like you have lost all free time and your life becomes all about folding and doing math in your head with coupons and discounts and making sure you have the right amount of crock pots and purses and everything. And even though it's great to help people, oh my gosh, the hours are so long and there's so many people and the parking is nuts and it's well, I think it's the scariest thing about the holidays. So what do you guys think? Retail? Pretty frightening. Okay, happy holidays. I was trying to think of something clever like happy spooka days. But um, I love your show, guys, and I love you guys. So I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and a spooky new year. Bye. I think people that work retail during any holiday yeah. should get paid like 50 bucks an hour. Or in just gold, they the the like national reserves need to just ship out all old ancient French gold and just give it to all the retail workers. Now you have all this super expensive <laughs> French gold, and they get to just have gold. But like, uh, people are grumpy. Yeah, people are scared. Obviously, that's why people are grumpy during the holidays because people are scared of all these things. Their tree catching on fire, witch balls, <laughs> singing too many Christmas carols. You got to keep the spirits away. I mean, people are rude. They're tired. They're cranky. If it's snowy where you are, it could be a pain to get to places mm-hmm. and it could cause accidents. Yeah. I just think retailers, they like, I am super nice to people in retail during the holidays yep. because I think it is so stressful. They're like doing their job and then some. And this is not to exclude people working in the in any service industry right. for this year. Because what do you do at 9 a.m. when you've already been Black Friday shopping for 12 hours? You go get breakfast somewhere, at Denny's or wherever. Oh, yeah. And man, you got you, you got to take it out on somebody, right? So You didn't find that perfect Christmas gift. You didn't find that perfect candle scent that you yeah. needed to give to your great-great-grandma. Yeah, which... Actually, the perfect scent for your great great grandma was great great grandma's mouth. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think the spookiest scent would be? Great great grandmother's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bigfoot would be gross, but not spooky. It would be gross. Wait, just Bigfoot or Bigfoot's mouth? <laughs> that could be scary. Maybe like the essence of a witch. I feel like that would smell good. I think it would like smell good, but then it would like sting your nostrils and like hurt your throat because it's like mm. kind of casting a spell on you. Okay. Like smell if you dare. Sm- oh, yeah. That's nice. Or like vampire blood. Not regular blood, but blood that vampires really enjoy. I feel like if it's vampire blood, it's going to smell good because... It's vamp- going to smell like blood. No, it's going to smell like Malbec or like very good wine. <laughs> Because all vampires, at the end of the day, all vampires want to do is get you. They want to collect you. Okay. So they do that by sort of schmoozing and and like winning you over and smelling really good and enticing you with treats. And I guess I could see that. What about like, ew, like actually someone actually replicates like rotting flesh. Okay, well, I think that wins. <laughs> because, like, you know the person buying that candle. There's either the person buying it because they're like, I'm curious. Or there's the person buying it because he's like, oh, man, now I don't have to have actual rotting flesh in my house. This is so much easier. That's gross. Well, maybe it'll stop murderers I don't that want to keep flesh around. I don't know how many people kill other people because they like the smell. 
<laughs> you know, we got to move. I like to think that there's at least one serial murder out there that just likes the smell. Rule of large numbers, yes. Lindsay, there is at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to move on. Well, luckily, that was the last call we're going to do. So okay. we can move on from <laughs> murder smells. Well, we do have an interesting call after Haunted Housekeeping. Um, we're going to try to help out our bud that's having bad dreams. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone quick, and then we'll help our bud. Ready? Yes. We'll see each and every one of you there in three, two, one, one. Listen up, partner. Do you have any questions about ghosts, about time traveling, about cryptids, about true crime, about our dog, about anything ever? Well, hey, you're in luck because we have an aerodynamic, state-of-the-art, spooky spouses hotline that you can call and just be a real chatty Kathy. You can ask us anything. You could be, I mean, spooky related. It could be, you know, maybe you just have some questions about why we're still doing this and if anybody is even listening. Okay. <laughs> well, if you'd like to call, and we sure hope you do, the phone number is 803-816-2667. Or if the funny number is 803-816-BOOZE, like the plural form of the word ghosts, of the word that ghosts say. I like the funny number better. Hehe, <laughs> me too. Even though it's the same number. Yeah, it's just the funny version. So again, if you'd like to call us, please do. It's 803-816-2667. You can call any time of day, any time of night, even when you're on an airplane, if you want to be really sneaky and bad about it. Yeah, maybe the pilot needs to ask us a question. We'd also like to direct you to the scavengersnetwork.com. It is where we have our podcast and many other wonderful podcasts. You can check it out. We have a merch store. We have, you know, just special things on there and special friends. Um, and we also have a Patreon. You can donate anything from a dollar to 500,000, but it caps at, no, I think it caps at 500 million. Yeah, I think is it was usually what the cap is. Yeah, so three, three gazillion. But a Patreon will help support us and all the other shows and you get bonus content and it's really fun. It is. You can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a part of the scavengers network member club special friend group. And it's nice. And then you can feel like you yourself are actually you have a hand in making us sit down in our in our office and talk into these microphones every week. And also, if you haven't already, subscribe and rate our show. We love hearing from our listeners and we just want to make you happy. We sure do. You can say, hey, your dog seems cool. Or man, I'm glad that I'm glad I'm just happy in general. That's also nice to say. Yeah, maybe you just need to tell us you're a happy person. You just want to get it out. <laughs> Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast Unnatural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh-warmed pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about, and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday.
Welcome back, spooky listeners. I hope you enjoyed our callers and um, got a little info in our haunted housekeeping. Yeah, I hope so too. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. Well, we do have one last call from our spooky little buddy, uh, Trent, and he wants us to help him because he's been having really bad nightmares. That's true. And this call, he tried to leave multiple voice messages, but I guess they kept cutting him off like somewhere in the middle of his messages, which is also weird. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to dive right in. You ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Trent from Columbus, Ohio. Um, I just wanted to call again because I got cut off last time when I was telling my story and I'm all set at work if people keep walking by and stopping me and talking to me. Anyways, um, I just want to tell you guys a story about the other night I was sleeping um, and I was playing video games until the late night. I woke up around 2 a.m. or I went to bed around 2 a.m., laid in bed, and um, I started having some like really dark thoughts. Um, and uh, about smashing someone's hands with a hammer, which is very unlike me. And uh, I shake it off, like, why am I having these thoughts about smashing someone's hands with a hammer? And I look up, and my girlfriend's been asleep for hours now, is looking over her shoulder, staring at me, and then laughed at me in a very creepy smile, uh, very creepy laugh. Um, I roll back over and notice my room is in complete darkness, um, which I can normally see in my room, and a light is just blinding me in the face. And I look over and it said 333 on the clock. So that gave me chills, and I was freaking out. So I'd lay there for a little bit longer, like, just trying to go back to sleep, just, like, trying to ignore it. And then um, I start hearing whispering, um, which was very odd, obviously. And then I started feeling something nudging my bed, and both my dogs are in their cages. And just to verify that my bed was moving, I took my finger and put it up against the wall over top of my head, and my finger was, like, scratching the wall from my bed moving. I looked at the bottom of my bed, and it was just complete darkness. And um, and I started getting really really cold and started but I was like sweating at the same time my face was getting real hot and um, I was just freaking out a very weird experience um, I sure I will call again sometime in the future because I have stories like that for days of um, experiences I've had in the paranormal I feel like I've been having experiences ever since I was a little kid and I'm sure the next time I have one I'm gonna call and let you guys know what's going on uh, enjoy your guys this weekend and I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the next episode. Wow, that's like a series of events that all happened. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that really is a lot of stuff. And it's he's actually feeling all these senses and experiencing it. Yeah, that's really bizarre. And I I don't know Trent, but knowing about Trent, yeah. He's a, you you've you've told me very calm dude. Very relaxed, very nice. Definitely doesn't smash people's hands with hammers. Yeah, that's and I think that's the one thing people like the most about him is yeah. that they're like, well, I know my hands are going to be perfectly fine around Trent. Right. I don't have to worry about my hands being smashed. I need those. <laughs> but yeah, that's really unusual. I'm trying to think like what that could possibly represent of smashing someone's hands. Like, I mean, hands take things. They grab things. They shred on guitar. They shred on guitar. Yeah, that's really unusual. But Trent said that that's what he first experienced was the bad thoughts about smashing someone's hand. Right. And then he said he noticed that his girlfriend was asleep and she had been asleep for hours and then she was looking over her shoulder and smiling at him really weird yeah i'm curious like was that she was awake she woke up what did she hear you talking in your sleep and then trent said that he looked over and noticed the number 333 
Which on numbers the clock. I definitely totally believe that there's some weird synchron like syncing up with numbers and time and all that stuff. I think that's very unusual. I agree. And you and I had done a little bit about angel numbers. A mm-hmm. few episodes. I always say a few, but a, in one of our episodes before this one, yeah, we and did something with angel numbers. I mean, I know we personally know his girlfriend and she is very into all that stuff. So I feel like the similarity of that happening to him when he is with someone that is very into that realm yeah. of things. So I looked up 333 and it symbolizes aid and encouragement. Huh. Just like the angel number 1313 uh, means that a guardian angel in some respect is there ready to help or reassure you that things are going well. I'm sure that uh, Trent's girlfriend knows way more about 333 than we do. But just with some precursory Googling, which I know is against the rules on our show, but... Well, I just Googled something, too. Did you Google... Because uh, I what just found means? Google, and oh my gosh, you can look up anything you want. What? Yeah. <laughs> you just type in what you want to know, and it tells you. On the Google website? Um, yeah, I think it's Google. Um, this says that if you dream that you are using your hands to smash or break something, it would indicate that you have a desire to rid your life of something, perhaps a situation or relationship. This can be a hidden wish or an unspoken desire, but smashing hands is the opposite of that. It so, means that you don't want to lose anything? I think it's if you're using your hands to smash or break something it means that but if your hands are being smashed or broken it means the opposite of that okay so it's kind of better to have your hands smashed and broken i'm sorry trent yikes you're if you're doing the smashing then you gotta rid your life of something maybe maybe that spirit that's visiting you at night (laughs) Can you get rid of that? Trent, do you happen to have a big bag of raw crawfish in your house? That you can smash? You smash those, get rid of those. Great. Just got rid of all the old crawfish I have in my house. Well, it does also say that hands suggest authority, power, protection, and justice. So perhaps smashing the hands is sort of going against authority or questioning authority. Yeah, it kind of deep dives into a lot. Like if you're using your left hand or your right hand, they both symbolize different things. Oh boy, my mind is blown. Which, Trent, if this makes you feel any better, going against authority is very punk rock of you. So good job. Yeah, very metal. Um, Yeah, that's really odd. And feeling, I mean... Obviously, feeling cold is usually something paranormal. I mean, Mm -hmm. usually you feel coldness when there's something paranormal. And Trent said that he was feeling super hot. His face was really hot. But didn't you say that he was cold? I think so. I don't remember. (laughs) It was either (laughs) hot or cold. So you were hot and cold. Yeah. So you were room temp. You were RT. Yeah, right in the (laughs) middle. Right in the middle where the hot and the cold are, like the Harry Potter Voldemort wands, you were room temp. Yeah, Mm. that's weird. I mean, anytime I wake up in the middle of the night and the room is pitch black dark, of course, my mind wanders for sure. But if events like that happened, I would be freaked out. I'd be smashing your hands trying to wake you up. Me? Yeah. That's terrible. I'd be like, I need power and justice and production. Wake up. (laughs) What would you (laughs) smash my hands just with a hammer? I don't know. Well, what's by our, my cell phone is by the bed. Headlamp. Um, the headlamp. Is there is by a headlamp. Yeah, because we have critters out here. Um, we also have one of those room wax melters. 
oh yeah, where you put the wax in and instead of so lighting a candle. So smash your hands and then it would also smell like lavender vanilla. Hey, speaking of candles and things or um, candles and lights, thing that, things that cause fire on the holidays, why don't we have meltable lights? What makes you think that that would ca- cause less fire? I don't know, but I thought it was neat to say. <laughs> so it melts to your plastic tree and then you cause even more of a fire? Nope. You have a series of little wax warmers, candle warmers around your house. And you have wax that when it melts, illuminates uh, holiday colors. Woo! And it's so pretty. And then it's very cool. Well, what are some things that we can do to help out Trent? Okay, not what I said. Yeah, because I'm not following the melting wax Christmas light idea. Maybe what about a natural sleep aid like melatonin? And then I'm not sure if maybe that knocks you out and then you don't dream. But how boring not to dream. Yeah, but I mean, you might not dream, but like whatever's in whatever spirit or energy is around you is still going to be there. Like, I feel like... Maybe doing a witch spell. Yeah. I don't know. There, I, there's got to be one for keeping spirits away. Or like I said, for Christmas, they had the witch balls. Yeah. Maybe we just need to get you a witch ball. But that's only for, well, that's a witch and bad spirits. So that could work. You could hang up and hey, aesthetically, tray chic, mm-hmm. hang up a bunch of witch balls above your bed. That would be cool at varying heights. In case there's like so, a bunch of tall witches or maybe some short witches or spirits, they bump their heads and they get sucked into the witch balls. Get a bunch of witch balls, get a bunch of candles, get a bunch of dream catchers and then open your own hippie shop. Mm-hmm. And just sleep there. Yeah, sell a couple shirts that say, um, I'm pro corn on the cob and I vote. Or a bunch <laughs> of incense as well. Um, a bunch of tapestries. Yeah. That's, that have like Celtic knots on them. And like one of them might say like uh, tool or lateralis or some cool name. Yeah, maybe there's like a, sp- a little tea that you can drink before bed. Get all cozy and nice. Mm-hmm. That's really unusual. Well, he said that he has multiple things like this that happen. So I've heard of a lot of little kids and we haven't talked about it. Maybe we should. There are a lot of little kids that do, they say, grow up with a spirit. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they sometimes think it's a lost grandparent or a friend or a random stranger. But I mean, I've heard of little kids like seeing and growing up with a spirit. Yeah, weird and Maybe wacky. Maybe you have a spirit. Let's hope it's a good one. Maybe it's like the spirit of, I don't know, who would be a good spirit that died a long time ago? Oh, a long time ago? I was yeah. going to say David Bowie. That would be an awesome spirit. That would be a new spirit, yeah, though. Yeah, I know. I didn't know the rules before I got stoked. <laughs> um, That died a long time ago? Or like, what would be Trent's age? So Okay, Trent is, think... Trent is 108. Okay, so that... That takes a lot of research to find someone. It does. Yeah. I can't think of anyone that's died more than three years ago. Hmm. <laughs> anyone. Anyone. Well, you could like have a cool, I don't know, Trent's younger than us. Um, I don't know how old Trent is. So Trent is eight years old. He's eight and a half. So I don't know. Maybe there's like a cool rock star that's following you around. That might be cool. Maybe you one know, of the. Oh, speaking of rock stars, 333, that's the name of a Jay Z album. Maybe you got a Jay Z rapper ghost. Is it 333 or 444? Oh, it's 444. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, great album. Womp, womp. Okay, so it's not a rapper. 
or okay. it's someone that's trying to be a rapper but not quite there. Maybe it's one of the members of the Who from a long time ago. Okay. I don't know. I'm just trying I wouldn't to think be of super stoked about someone that. that died in the 60s or 70s. I don't oh, know what like anyone Hendrix. died. There's like Hendrix. There's Janis Joplin. I mean, if we're going 60s, but th- not in the si- I mean, it would have to be who like died in the 90s. Oh, you have like Kurt Cobain. You have Kurt Cobain. You have um. I like how it's all musicians. Well, yeah, we're thinking about cool, cool ghosts that might be chilling, that would smash your hand with a hammer. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, but I don't want any ghost to do that. There was that one Metallica album that had a, a bloody <gasps> hammer on it. Okay. So okay. maybe you have a Metallica fan ghost because I don't think any of them are dead. Isn't there also a shadow of a hand in that album cover? I think. I'm going to Google that because if that's the case... Then you have a Metallica ghost. Then you have a Metallica ghost and that's going to be the coolest thing ever. Yeah. You have an Enter Sandman ghost. That's not bad. Yeah. Enter Night, Exit Light. Yep. Take My Hand. Often Never Never Land. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. This well, is do good. you think it's going to be an annoying Metallica ghost or you think like it's going to be one of like the diehard fans that are a little too much or you like think it's going to be like a pretty solid, pretty cool dude? I just think it's going to be Metallica, like just Metallica's energy. Okay. Which is fine. Old Metallica. Yes. Okay. Yes. Old Metallica. Justice for All type era. Yes. So I'm mostly seeing pictures of the Black Album, which I understand. There is a ghost hand in the Hammer one. There is a ghost hand. I think you might have a Metallica ghost, and you're welcome for figuring that out, but I don't think you need to be scared. Nope. Because he just wants to rock out. Yeah. And Your he's ghost just, just wants like, to shred. He found you because he's like, you know how to rock out. I'm ready. Who's to say the ghost is a he, though? It's it's the all-encompassing energy of that album, oh, Kill Em All. Oh, it's just an, a Metallica energy ghost. What if the album Kill Em All came out the same year Trent was born? Well, I don't know what year Trent was born. Neither do I, but okay. I'm going to find out. But and... we're going to say it. Trent, you let us know. Okay, it was much earlier, and I don't think this is when Trent was born. It was in 83. Okay, so that was before us. Yeah, before us. Okay, but that energy could have been waiting for the right person, and then Trent was born, and they were like, that's it. We love your heavy metal attitude. You have been chosen. And we think that you're kind of a hip dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, now you are our, uh, what, new buddy. And yeah. we, are the, the, we are the Metallica ghost. Yeah. Wow. I think we did not help Trent, but I think we tried to do a good job. Okay, so I was just trying to Google because I was playing with numbers. I was trying to see how long the song Enter Sandman by Metallica was and to see if it was 333. It's close, but it's not. It's 349. Okay, so take off 16 seconds. Maybe there's like an intro. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Or maybe in the studio they were thinking, hey, you know, this is really good, but can we add 16 more seconds? Yeah. So why don't we use that theory? Okay, well, maybe there's a Metallica song out there that is three minutes, three, (laughs) 33 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, there could be. I don't know. I hope this helps. I hope we did something. Maybe it'll just ease your mind a little bit. You know, you'll hear stuff and then you'll kind of laugh thinking about Metallica. I don't know. Or maybe you'll just, you know, kick your sheets off and get up and start just rocking out. I mean, you could do anything you want, literally. Anything you want. 
Well, thank you for calling Trent. And yeah, we hope this helps. Thank you, Trent. And hey, we would also like to thank each and every one of you for hanging out with us for a whole another whole year. Yeah. Uh, weird. I don't know if we'd hang out with ourselves for a whole year, but you did. And that's very nice. We'd also like to shout out and say thank you to Eli Rexford Chambers. You can find him at Eli Who Does Music for writing our theme song that you hear at the beginning, the middle, and the end. And Eli, for the holidays, got a brand new set of flute arms. Aw, I see. For the holidays, I wasn't even going to say anything about Eli. But, you know. It's an exciting time for him. He did get new. He got trumpet legs. He did. He got flute arms and trumpet legs. And fingers crossed for his birthday next year, he gets trombone neck. Oh, how fun. He can go up and down. Uh, And we would also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network for having our show. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out all the other shows in the network. You can also stop by the online store and do some snooping. Maybe you want a fresh, cool new mug for 2020. You're thinking, you know what? I'm going to be a mug person this year. Go ahead. You can buy 50 of them. I don't care. Or you can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a member and help us keep the lights on and help us keep making fun new shows. Maybe you're just feeling I'm going to be a Patreon person this year. Yeah, I've thought about it, honestly. Also, we'd like to thank each and every one of you. This has been another year of us podcasting and we're excited for 2020. We sure are. And thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for being our friends. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you and helping us share our weird little show. Well, I think the last week of 2019, you should have a spooky Scream Queen 2019. I think that for the last few days of 2019, it would be fun for you to keep it clean. That means your body and your language. (laughs) And that's specifically for you. I'm just going to say my dad. And thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. We will see you in 2020. Bye-bye. Bye. Say three words in quick succession that have to do with the holidays. Um, cookies, cheese, carrot dip. Okay, carrot dip? Yeah, dill dip. Oh, dill dip. Yummy, delicious dill dip. What's your favorite part about dill dip? The dill. Yeah? And Don't say the dip. The veggies that you dip in the dill dip. What are your three favorite veggies to dip in the dill dip? Easy carrots, broccoli, celery. Okay. And what's your three least favorite things to dip in the dill dip? Uh, Radishes, um, kittens, and Tyler. Okay. Any Tyler? Yeah, any Tyler will do. Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. You're welcome. Uh, um, Bye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? 
Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. (laughs) 